Hey, how's it going everybody and welcome back to a brand new episode of HGO, the show where we talk about everything that's hot in the world of games. I'm your host Ethan and as always I'm joined by my co-host with the co-host. He's returned everybody, it's Hunter. Hey Hunter, how's it going? It's, I'm feeling very swell to be back. You look very HD, dude. You look very HD. <laughs> it's nice to see you. I upgraded you. the yeah. camera. It yes. looks good, man. It looks good. I'm loving it. Thank I'm feeling you. it. How have you been? It's been a while, man. It's been a while. How are you doing? I am doing swell. As I said before, it is <laughs> the great. double bill. The double bill. Yeah, the, du- the double. You got to make up for last time. Yeah, exactly. since I was missing. Exactly. But yeah, started playing Persona Five Royal. <laughs> Nearly finished it. <laughs> almost, yeah. Yeah, uh, we're also. If joined- this was regular Persona, I would be done by now. Almost. <laughs> Lucky you. We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later. We're also joined by the Weeb Wonder himself, Kyle, rounding out this little trio uh, today. How are you doing, Kyle? You right? I'm doing pretty well. Um. Jacob and I, we had just taken a trip to New York to go pick up his sister for his graduation, oh, nice. so nice. that's what my last couple days were. Yeah, fun, fun. New York sucks. Yeah, for those of you who don't know... Driving you know, there is miserable. Yeah, it, I, that's, that's like, that doesn't surprise me, right? That doesn't surprise me. Not at all. look at New York, you're like, yeah, that's just not gonna work. Uh, Jacob, it's like, yeah, it's a, yeah. Um, you all remember him from that one episode. Certified spoiler cast, long. if you, yeah. Hunter, oh, Hunter, you've got, little, you've got a great little podcast to go watch when you're done, let me tell you. Um, oh, yeah, right. Formally, I do have to actually listen to it. Yeah. Formally, the best episode of the podcast. Formally, yeah. yeah. Formally, the best episode of the podcast. How are you feeling after, for those of you who are not regular listeners to the show, we've just taken our little mid-season break, kind of. You guys, for only you guys, it's only been a week. We've only been away a week, but with the way that the timing went with the recording with Yoshilla, we, Hunter's been off for like three and a half weeks. Like, the, Hunter's basically <laughs> nearly had a month off here. And me and uh, Kyle have had... Uh, two and a half weeks off how are you feeling you feeling refreshed feeling good i'm feeling good yeah, yeah. it's been it's been yeah fun. it's weird to be back we all took off last week because like none of us were really feeling great so yeah that yeah. and there was not really much to talk about even though kane was like laughing at me because this uh, little indie game called fall guys came out that was not a big deal whatsoever and he's like you've got nothing to talk about have you i'm like yeah yeah nothing nothing came <laughs> out um i'm sure you can yeah. talk about fall guys for an hour and that's what today's episode is all about Buckling, boys. Yeah. this is hot games only where every week on monday we come to you to talk about everything that we love in the world of video games you can find us on podcast services everywhere and on youtube if you want to go and hit subscribe go to bit.ly slash the giggers that's bit.ly slash the giggers go hit us a sub where you can get the video version uh every monday at 5 p.m uk time 12 p.m eastern same on podcast services we'd really appreciate this up on youtube though because we're close to 50 now can you believe it wow We've actually had a massive growth influx, uh, this month, so thank you everyone for the sub- support so far. We really appreciate it. Uh, we've got some big things planned for the YouTube channel, so stick around, hit subscribe, because <laughs> other things other than HGO might be coming out in September. Who knows? I'm not promising anything, because I can't promise shit ever. Because like, <laughs> I promise, My promises That's are fair. like the parents that are like, yeah, if you, if you do good at your exams, we'll go to Disney World. You're not fucking going to Disney World. <laughs> it's not happening. Um... This podcast may have been Ethan's idea, but if it wasn't for Hunter, it wouldn't have gotten it's, started. It's 100% true. Uh, other than that, bit of... I like to help when I can. <laughs> uh, yeah, We other... appreciate it. Other than that, bit of housekeeping. We now have a Hot Gamers only specific Twitter if you don't want to follow the Giggers, uh, which kind of at the Giggers YT for all of our Giggers updates. But if you just want podcast updates, and hey, there are some of you that want that, you can head on over to at Hot Gamers only on Twitter. Uh, you can also get in contact with us now with uh, hotgamesonly at gmail.com. We have that as well. You know, we're, we're fully prepared now. So, 
You can get into contact with us in many oh, different wait, we have ways. A Gmail now? Yes, awesome. we have it. We have hot gamers only at gmail.com. So I can't wait for all the spam that we get from that. So thank you guys for you. Come uh, back next week when we make an OnlyFans. <laughs> they wish. 100 subs and we'll do it. No, no. <laughs> 100 <laughs> subs? That seems like a low bar. Hey, hey what the, I'm all about giving, dude. I'm all about giving to our community. That's what I'm all about. Other than that, uh, also remember, we do have the HDO Highlights channel, which we're going to start putting some stuff out now that we've got these video podcasts and we've got timestamps that I can easily rob things from. We're going to stop uploading, start uploading to that channel again. So you can head on over there. If you want just bite-sized chunks of the podcast and don't have time to listen to us ramble for an hour, there's that as well. That way, when Ethan starts throwing things again, there'll just be a video for that. <laughs> yeah, just a compilation of me throwing things. I was things. thinking about that too. Uh, of course. Who wasn't? What a great clip. And if you haven't if you haven't seen it, go watch episode 20. Uh, what Please do. It was fucking great. We've had some good episodes these past um, couple of weeks. So, hey, go check them out. And thank you so much for the support on the last episode in particular. It was incredible. So. Yeah. We really do appreciate it. With all that out of the way, wow, one of our longest intros for a show that really doesn't have a topic, so this is great. We're, we're really, we're really doing <laughs> it's it. It's called stalling, Ethan. Oh, it's not stalling when it's fun. Dude. Usually this happens at the end. This usually it, it's true. <laughs> it is true. It usually does happen at the end. So yeah, the idea for this week's episode is we've all been away for a bit. We've all had a break. So we thought we'd just talk about what we've been playing, what's been happening see what where the conversation goes it's a bit of a chill episode it'll probably have a clickbaity title that it links in somewhere so check the timestamps down below if you're there for the one thing that i've made you mad about probably there you go <laughs> I've <spoiled it> out. <laughs> um, but with all that out of the way let's start with we might as well we've mentioned it already so let's just start with this little game that everyone on the internet seems to be really loving especially sam sam's been playing a hell of a lot of it uh, Fall Guys. Dude, yeah. uh, me and you, we've played it together, Hunter. I've played quite a bit of it. You've played a little bit. And Kyle, you haven't played uh, any of it because you refuse to have fun. So there you go. <laughs> I don't have PlayStation Plus. I'm sorry. Well, you should. Also, Fall Guys just doesn't look that fun to me. But oh, you see, I thought it was, vie, that's I, everything I'll say on the topic. I thought it wasn't going to be that fun either, but it turns out that it's like the one of the most fun multiplayer experiences I've had in a little while. Like, it is honestly It just looks really like, fun. I don't know, to me it just looks like one of those games that'd be fun for, like, a day, and then it starts to get super repetitive after. I thought so, but... too, and I'm like, I've got, like, 35 hours on it, so, you know, I think it's pretty fun, especially if you're playing with friends, that's the one thing, is solo, yeah, I agree, it probably does get, uh, you probably do get fatigued from it after a little while, but playing with friends, there's just so much fun you can do, whether it's going for wins, or if you do what I do, which is if you've met the one person that's really that's a dickhead and keeps grabbing you and forces you off cliffs, that's me. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> um, that's where I get my fun. The amount of times I've eliminated my own friends just for fun. Oh, God. Ethan, the Fall Guys. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Hunter, what are your initial impressions of Fall Guys? Uh, no. All right. It's been out for a little while. You gotta... Yeah. I had fun with the little bit that I played it. I played it for a night, and that was about it, but it was cool it's one of those games where you know you're kind of fighting with the weird way that they control but it's kind of a it makes everyone equal because it's got that gang beasts kind of control scheme where yeah where it's like chaos goofy and silly Mm. so you know don't take it too seriously i had a lot of fun with it while i was doing it though i was never dismayed when i lost it wasn't something like that. 
that's the, that, that's uh, that's the one thing. That's the one thing that I think separates Fall Guys from multi, uh, from other multiplayer games. And don't get me wrong, I have seen everybody raging at Fall Guys. I've seen the compilations of people throwing controllers, breaking TVs. Uh, you want to say something? Oh, go for it. Yeah, there's another thing that just occurred to me. Is Fall Guys is one of those games. Usually with these massive multiplayer battle royale type of things, mm-hmm. I feel like you're not really doing anything. You're just kind of waiting around, waiting to lose. Mm-hmm. In Fall Guys, you're at least taking some kind of active participation in what's going on before you lose. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's more of a qualify. You have to qualify for the next round, right? It's qualify yeah. or be a limb. It's not the classic um, strategy that a lot of people that play um, these battle royales, whether it's Warzone or PUBG or Fortnite or whatever the kids are playing nowadays, Apex, whatever it is. It's not one of those ones where you have the genuine people, and trust me, I know, I have friends. I'm calling you out, Fraser. I am calling you out. <laughs> who just who goes, do you know what's the great strategy? Hug the circle. Come on, everybody. Let's be best friends with the circle. Give it a fucking hug. We're never leaving the edge of the circle until the game's over. And that's what you do, where you just, you just fall, walk in, and then there's like five people left, and there's a 50% chance of you winning. And you're like, that's great and all, but I've literally done fuck all for like 20 minutes. Like, I mean, what a waste of time. Win, but yeah, but it's what's the fun in that, right? Especially, yeah, especially in a game where it's just like, yeah, the idea is to win, but if you've won just because you've hit the entire time, then come out for the like, yeah, that's might be the smartest strategy, but it's the most boring strategy as well. Whereas I feel like with four guys, you've just got to constantly keep playing, even if it is a team game or whatever, you still have to do your part in it, you can't just stand completely still and expect to keep going, otherwise, it'll really mess you up, but yeah, like. Yeah, it's easy to see when people are like DC'd or not playing too in team games because their performances seem to drop off of a cliff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the team game. The team games are interesting because there's two camps of people. People love them or hate them. I'm like, it depends on the day, right? There's some that I'm like, hey, I love these. Like the stupid egg game. Everyone seems to really hate the fucking egg game. I love it because some people are like, oh, I hate it because I have to go and run and get eggs. I'm like, no. You grab the golden egg and then you camp in your fucking house and you just hug the egg for the entire game. And if someone comes for you, you beat the shit out of them and keep grabbing your egg like it's the fucking holy grail. It's stuff like that. Football can go piss itself. I hate football. The football game is actually the worst. That one sucks. Anyone I haven't played any of the team games outside of the ones that I played while I was hanging out with you. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have much of an issue. Like the egg one. Interesting ones. rolling the ball to the finish line rolling the ball one's perfectly fine because it just is a the best team wins in that regard there's no like screwing up it's it's basically just the better your team performs but now it's It's always funny to see the people try in vain to stop the ball from rolling down the slope too we've done it before we've done it before it's great where it's like oh we're the first ones and we're just letting our ball roll roll and it's like instead of just helping our ball roll down we'll just let it roll down slower and just screw up someone else's go at it because why not you know just like everyone just turns around and just starts bullying yellow i think apparently yellow is the team to bully that's what the kids are doing. The Twitter, I've seen the Twitter account. The Twitter account is just always shit posting about the yellow team. That's all it is. Is it's just like even their own creators. Mm-hmm. That's harsh. Basically, oh, the, the Fall Guys Twitter is something else, man. But no, it's I've had a lot of fun with Fall Guys. Like honestly, it, it kind of just came out of nowhere, and I feel like that's what the beauty of it's been a while. The last time a game did this was Rocket League, where a game just kind of appeared out yeah, of nowhere on PS Plus for free. Ago. Yeah. 
and it was just great. And it was like, oh, this is an actual good game on Plus that I can play with my friends, and now it has the chance to grow outside of that PS Plus box. Yeah. And I mean, especially on PlayStation, it's a win-win, because you need PS Plus to play online games anyway. So the fact yeah, that you just so get it nice. for free with your PS Plus subscription, don't have to pay for it, is just kind of a bonus, really. But no, it's really good. I'd recommend people check it out if you haven't, especially if you have PS Plus, you've got nothing to lose. Yeah, um, if you've got PS Plus, you definitely don't have anything to lose. And if you'd prefer to play on Steam, it's only like 20 bucks. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, 15 pounds, 20 bucks. And yeah, it's. And Steam games go on sale all the time. It doesn't every game nowadays. So, you know, yeah. I'm sure one day you'll be able to get your hands on it. But no, it's a lot of fun. And I can't wait to see what they're doing because it seems like they're constantly updating it. They've already added a new end game mode and stuff like that. So it seems like they're just oh, yeah? going to keep constantly That's adding. Cool. So. Yeah, good job, Fall Guys. Your servers were a bit shit the first week that the game was out, but you know what? We'll we'll nah. we'll just accept that because nah. hey, it's an actual fun game, and for the once in my life, I'm actually enjoying a multiplayer game for like the first time in eighteen months. So that's great. So thank you, Fall Guys, uh, for doing something really cool. Um, what should we talk about next? Uh, we've got basically a list of games, and it's like I want Kyle to talk a little bit. So what we're going to do is I'm going to talk about a game that I've played recently, um, which, oh, everyone's going to love me that I'm bringing Persona back. I've played and beaten, without even mentioning it on the podcast, I've played and beaten Persona 4 Golden. That happened. I did it. Well done. Me. <laughs> All by myself. All by my... I did it, guys. I did it. And it only took me until the final dungeon to realize that I could turn XP up. It only took me that long to realize that I wasted eight <laughs> hours of my life grinding for nothing. It's all good. Um, but no, Kyle, you've played the base P4. You play, played base game, right? Like how many I years have. ago? How many years ago did you play base game P4? That's a good question. Because I know Hunter, it was when were you Hunter? You were like 20... I'll say five. 2017. 2017. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll say five years ago, I played golden right around the time that p5 was released in the west oh nice good timing that and you played it on p you you played it on ps vita right i did i'm one of the five people in the world who have one of those i still don't (laughs) i've I've, I've, I've always been one of those people that's like you know i'd like a ps vita because there's some cool games on it but i was just always like eh, no i'll own the ps tv because of crash 2 and then that's about it and i did buy it for people golden but then yeah. Like the gods looked down on me and went, "Don't play on that shit." Here's a PC version, and I was like, "Great, that's not PS4, but it, I'll take it." You know, I'll take, <laughs> I'll take the PC version. Beggars cannot be choosers. Oh, it should, man. The amount of crashes. We'll get onto it in a second, but especially in the golden <laughs> content, um, the, oh, the, no. the 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 golden dungeon. I've mentioned it on Twitter, so if you haven't checked on Twitter, I basically had the game crash on me six times in that dungeon. Six whole times, ranging anywhere from being two minutes in to being halfway through and it just crashing and because I hadn't left yet. It was just, I had to, honestly, I played the start of that dungeon a good six times. What? My power went off for a minute mid-dungeon last night while I was doing seven and P5. And how did it feel? It was a bummer. How far through were you? Nah, not super far. <laughs> it wasn't that long since before I had saved. I had just done enough that it was annoying. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. Yeah. 
I mean, the, the, the good thing about that is you're not playing base P5, because the good thing about Palace 7 and Royal is they decided to, they genuinely decided to do, pla- like, plastic surgery on that and trim off, like, so much fat. Like, a good third of that palace just disappeared, like, into the fucking ether. It just vanished, so I was like... Good stuff. It made it way better. Oh, getting rid of that entire final uh, mouse puzzle section. They just removed it entirely and just made it, like, a two-room puzzle. <laughs> The fact that they just anyway. saved you like an hour, yeah. Let's go back to P4 first. <laughs> okay. Um, hold your horses, Ethan. Hold my horses. But no. Other than the crashing in uh, X-Person's Palace, I don't think I should spoil it, because even though the game's at this point over 10 years old, well, Golden's 8 years old, right? But um, yeah. base game's 12. 12. God, that's old. Um, but I don't feel like I should spoil it. I feel like we've also said that we'll do a spoiler cast at some point for that when Sam's eventually played it, because I think that'll be interesting. Yeah, there we go. Who knows when that'll be? At this at this point, twenty twenty one. Um, if Sam hasn't played by the years out, we'll just we'll just do a bonus episode. I'll decide. We'll do one eventually because I feel like I we should talk <laughs> about it. Yeah. Next week, guys. No. Um, Next oh, week. Oh god. Yeah. Let's go. That is not enough time for me to beat that game and refresh my memory. <laughs> yeah, you, you know you want to, Kyle. You know you want to. Um, dude, I love P4. Yeah, dude. That, that's it's better the thing. than 5. It's not. That's the it thing. Is. It's not. But it's really good. This could be its own episode. Is the great <laughs> What? Which one's better? I, I feel... No, please no. I'm bad at debating. <laughs> I hate arguing. <laughs> Okay, well, you know, we all saw in the Pokemon episode. I hate arguing. A formal debate. We could just talk about who. You could just talk about why you like it more than the other. But this one, is yeah, like we can. We can, I mean, we can have that. Com- we can have that conversation now without spoiling anything. But I've said to you, I've said to Hunter as well, because I've had this conversation with the both of you recently, where it's like there are parts of four which are done executed way better than Persona Five. Like as in terms of specific characters in particular. Um, I said that I said that in particular, Kanji Rize and Teddy are stronger characters than any of the Persona Five main cast. They just are, in terms mm-hmm. of just character and development. Especially Kanji and Rize. Teddy is a personal preference. I can see why people fucking hate him. I can see why people love him. But I just ended up really liking him, mainly just Teddy's because leaps really and bounds better than Morgana. Oh, he is. It's not it's even close. Yeah, thank you. Too. Um, yeah. It's not even close, right? But in terms of Rize and Kanji, uh, Kanji, oh, fancy French version of Kanji. Um, <laughs> <laughs> those two characters in particular are so much stronger than any of the main cast in P5 that it's not crazy. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of just storytelling and what they did with those two characters and just personality in general. And I feel like it helped. I think that it's kind of cheating because it is Troy Baker and Laura Bailey, but at the same time, hey, they do a great job with those characters. Um, but then there's there's weak points to me in that game that are way weaker than anything P5 does either. Like Chie. Do I need to speak about Chie? I'm sorry, the five people that really like Chie. I've seen you on Twitter, but I don't agree. Um, I really don't like Chie. She's better in the anime. I don't know how they did that, but she is better in the anime than she is in the actual game, which is amazing to me. I'm like, how is seeing less of this character better? <laughs> how do you do this? <laughs> I don't know. It's the characters are missing, hit and miss, and the story. I feel like the story is very much a similar to how P five has a really fucking at least in base game had a really poor bot for like final boss. It's more of like it is more of the journey rather than the destination. Mm-hmm. But to me, yeah. whereas I've I've described it to you in P five, even even I enjoy I personally enjoy the journey, even though even knowing where it ends up, I enjoy it. 
But I feel like on replaying it, and to be fair, I've played through P5 now three and a half times, whereas I've only played through Golden once so far. I will get a through to more playthroughs of four in the future. It's just, to me, the journey, especially knowing where it leads up, all the things that were super interesting in the journey to me weren't paid off. And I've, we've had this discussion. You really like the villain of P4. I really despise I the do. villain of P4. And I feel like that will be a really <laughs> great thing to talk about in the spoiler cast because we yeah. are literally on the opposite ends of the spectrum here where you think it's re- that person is a really good character and really well done. And I think it is the poorest attempt at a villain ever. So I'd really like to have that debate at some point. Sorry, Cal, I'm going to make you debate that one. Um, so this is all I'm going to say on the villain. Mm-hmm. There's this really good this really good um video uh, essay hmm. called I know what you're talking about uh without spoilers it's called the character yeah. inside the mind of an edge lord yeah and last week. Yeah. it's such a good video essay i really love how what that what the i don't remember who made it but they did a really good job like dissecting him and then i watched another one that compared him to akechi Mm. and they're basically the same character they are looking at it like they that. are like i know even without a video essay one it's like i'm sure the video essay is great but in my it opinion is. i shouldn't need a video essay to be convinced why a character's good i should be like i should see that from the game itself um but two convinced. when my my problem is when comparing him to a catchy right this is all I'm going to say on the matter. If it was P, if it was comparing base P5 to P, P4 Golden or just base P4 in general, then I probably would have liked that villain a lot more. But knowing, but with the added content to Akechi in particular in Royal, Akechi is far stronger to me than mm-hmm. said character ever is. God, it's like I hate this. I genuinely hate trying to not spoil it. But we're gonna, <laughs> but. To me, all the stuff that they do that Hunter has yet to see is leaps and bounds ahead of any like anything in that. And it just it just we've, we'll have this discussion later. But in my opinion, the the villain and the reveal and how they try and put all the pieces into place just doesn't work for me. And I feel like that's the main mm-hmm. problem with a murder mystery is if it hits, then it hits. But if it misses, it kind of just ruins the whole narrative for yourself. And I'm like, for me, it completely missed. But everything else I loved about it. It's one of those games where it's like, it's a bit like Xenoblade 1, where I'm talking a lot about the negatives, but it's because I like the game so much. It's just, this is literally it. This is all I dislike. The rest of the game's a really fun journey. And I feel like everyone should play it. Even if you're like me and you hate the random like the random dungeon aspect it kind of gets on your nerves just turn the fucking don't do what i did turn the difficulty down turn the xp off have a fun time just blaze through it because why not what is it about the random dungeons that you didn't like just not interesting to me okay it's it's just not and it just feels like an xp grind that's all it feels to me is it's a halt in progression because there's no structure to it there's like the odd floor that's actually scripted right and Mm. those i'm like yeah i kind of get it but to me just having these endless corridors that are just just in my mind it just feels like filler and i could get over it with mementos because mementos is the side thing it is the filler right but in the base games it just it just feels like you're just holding me back from the story here this is all that's in the way of this being a visual novel is this filler to me and i don't hate it like, I, I get through it perfectly fine. And I think, especially in P4, 
there's not that much grinding you need to do. If anything, the further you get into the game, the less grinding you have to do, which is a bit counterintuitive. But I felt like the first couple of dungeons are a lot more yeah, grindier the than the later. Is pretty yeah. front loaded. Very front loaded. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I think that the hardest boss and like the hardest bosses in the game are I like either in the second or third, the second or third dungeons. They're the hardest bosses in my For opinion. For sure. A bit how base P five was front loaded with Madarame's boss fight, where you literally don't get a harder boss fight than Madarame compared to where you are in the game, your skill gap in the game up until like right at the end. But um, it just it just feels like filler to me, and I I feel like if I had played P four or P three first, I feel like hey that would have been completely different. But because P five has these Zelda like structured dungeons which you go through, and to me I'm like oh this feels meaningful because they've planned every little piece of this, and even though there's the randomness in the battles that you fight along the way, you've got this structure to it. In 4, it just kind of feels like, oh, I'm just going down endless corridors for endless corridors just so the game has an excuse to get my levels up just so I can face a boss and move on with my visual novel, essentially. And that's I only fill out the whole Floris map because of my raging kleptomania. That, 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 that was one of the things that I did as well, was I basically... And thank God for the Golden Hands, because, my God, <laughs> if the Golden Hands didn't exist, the little Timmies... Salute to Timmy, dude. No, salute to Timmy. Because... They make grinding so much easier because if they didn't exist, then the grind would be too much, in my opinion. It's crazy how little XP you get from regular fights to the point where it honestly felt like the best way to level up in that game is to avoid every fight until you find a golden hand floor and then just hunt the golden hands until they disappear again. And I don't know. I it's it's one of those things where it's like I can get it, and especially on a, in a portable setting, I feel like it works better for the Vita version for Golden. I feel like having these random floors where you can just go, oh, I'm on the bus. Let me just pick up my Vita real quick and I can just re like I can take my Vita out of sleep mode and just do a floor real quick. So I don't need to remember what I was doing because the floors are randomized. There's nothing, there's no brain power needed. I can just get through, do a bit of grind and turn it off again. I think it works great for that. But in terms of someone that likes the structure of the game, it just kind of felt like it was padding. But it wasn't to a point where I was like, this is unbearable. The only one that I think to me was kind of like the I really cannot be bothered to go through that is the midpoint dungeon, the one the eight bit dungeon. Um I don't want to say the name because again, spoilers, but the one that kind of has an eight bit theme. That was the one yeah. where I was like, this is I, I feel like you could this could be skipped. Like I don't want to do this. Um but other than that, for the most part, and then the later dungeons at least have variety in the aesthetics. Yeah, the castle the the castle is like the the castle one is decent. the The bathhouse one, I think, even though I understand what they were going for, I think it's the most boring looking dungeon in the entire game. Uh, the nightclub one's pretty cool, but uh, <laughs> the music's fun for the first hour. But then when you're another three hours <laughs> in and you hear the same one line of as uh, like a vocals looping, it starts to become an earworm. <laughs> But, and I'm not going to talk about the ones after that because they're all spoilers, but I don't know. It felt like padding, but I can see why people like it. You know, It's just one of those personal preference things. But I'm done rambling yeah. about P4 because we'll <laughs> talk about it more in depth at another point. But I really do like it. Uh, I know Kyle likes it a hell of a lot. And I still do like it. It's still in my, like, my top 10, top 15 games, right? I still loved it a lot. 
but I genuinely think P4 is better than 5. I'm not saying I... Even with all the quality of life changes 5 made, I just love 4 way too much. And I can see that. And I... We've had this And you could say that it's like biased because I played 4 first. Oh, it is but... 100% biased, but that's with every Persona game. I feel like there's a Persona bias with whichever <laughs> Shut up, you P5, goes. Stan. Yeah. I... A lot of it comes down to the fact that those two games say similar things. They just go about doing it different ways, so mm-hmm. it might resonate with mm-hmm. the yeah. respective people differently. Mm-hmm. It's just, Persona 4 is a much more <laughs> personal story. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Persona 5 has its personal moments, but it's it's a blockbuster, right? It's a... It's a TV. Yeah. It's it's a season of TV every pa- every palace essentially. It's it mm. has an arc every moment. It has a big kind of blockbuster feel to it. It's trying to go for the the the. It's trying to go for the Ocean's Eleven heist movie every season kind of thing. Whereas P Four is a lot more yeah. uh, personal, where it kind of makes it feel like in Persona Five, I feel like the acts that you do as the Phantom Thieves are as important as your social life. Like I feel like that's the that, that the gameplay is heavily important in the story, right? Whereas I feel like the mm. moments in P Four that shine have nothing to do with the TV world, the Shadow World at all. If anything, the Shadow mm. World and all the gameplay is like that, and the actual visual novel and the personal life is like that. That's the bit that I care about. I don't care yeah. about the gameplay. I really only care about the characters. And it's a great journey to go on, and they're a great cast of characters. It's just yeah. whether you prefer... One, whether do you whether you prefer that kind of story versus Five's kind of story. And two, do you prefer the structure that Five goes for or the structure that Four goes for? And to me, I still love mm-hmm. Four. There's still some great things about it. But just the overall quality of life and the structure. And there are still characters in Five and Royal that I still love way more than I ever loved Yukiko or Chie or even Yosuke, right? There are, there are characters in that game where I'm just like, those are the three. Those are the three that I always throw out. But those three... And to be fair, it's funny because... Literally you, the first three people you meet. Yeah. Y- Yukiko, it's funny because Yukiko and Yosuke were in my party the entire game. And they're my two, like, yeah. two of my least favorite characters. Just because I was like, well, they're leveled. Guess I'm using them. I've just got used to using them, right? But... It's it's interesting where I've said I said to you, I think the cast as a whole is stronger in five, but there are shining cast members in four that shine brighter than anyone in five. Mm-hmm. And that's like my kind of opinion on it. But anyway, I've talked about this enough. I knew that once we got into this, I would just ramble. So I'm gonna stop now. And I'm gonna let Hunter I guess like go on. I guess like my final thoughts on mm-hmm. this P four segment is that I like the th- overall theme of four a lot more than five it just resonated with me a lot more i love the theme of self-discovery and every and how every social link you have in that game it all ties back into that theme of looking of Mm self-discovery i don't think that i could be wrong i don't think that p5 had an overall and like an overarching theme to it but, uh, I mean, it did. It was. It was. It was. It was. It's revenge and injustice yeah. in society, right? It's. I feel like the the theme of Persona Five very much is that people will always have an impression on you of you, mm-hmm. whether it's right or wrong. There's always going to be someone there that judges you, and it's about overcoming right. that and finding the people that mean the most that mean the most to mm-hmm. you that can see through that. And I think that's it. Very much. It's they're both like they're both games of their time, right? I feel mm-hmm. like 
you couldn't have done P5 story when P4 came out. And I, I think the same with P4. I feel like P I feel like P4's story, if you had released it in 2016, yes, people would have liked it, but I don't think it would have resonated with the people as much. Because I feel like in, mm-hmm. in a sense, Persona 5 came out in 2016, and yet it feels even more relevant today than it ever did when it came out. It kind of predicted this world of fake news and injustice and people being lied to in the mass media and having to overcome this shit themselves to get out of the way, right? It's kind of as if that fucking game just predicted what would happen in the UK and America in the next four years. It kind of just went, hey, this is what's going to happen. And it's resonated even more now than it ever did. And but you at the same time, if you were, yeah, but if syndrome. yeah, yeah, exactly. But if you had if you had released a story, if you'd done a story like that in two thousand and eight, I don't think it would have resonated. They're all games of their time, kind of, mm-hmm. and that's why everyone will always have a favorite. I feel like not even if it's your first Persona game, right? But I always think you'll always attach to one game in the Persona franchise more than the others, and it'll just it'll either be a little person. And I'm not even. I'm not. It is a hundred percent a bias. I say that I'm a hundred percent biased towards Persona Five. Like I'm not going to lie about that because I am. Mm-hmm. It's like the same way how I'm more biased towards Xenoblade Two than I am Xenoblade One. It's just one of those things, though. But it's not that I'm discounting Persona Four for not being a great game. Spoiler alert: It is fucking great. You need to play it. Like I recommend it. But the characters and the story resonated with me more in Five than Four did even though the characters in 4, as I said, are fucking great. The ones that love, especially, like, Rize and Kanji are my two favorite characters in Persona. Like, just flat out. So, you know, there's that. It's a really great game, though. You should play it. Um, yes. You should. And if the random dungeons put you off it, like, it put me it put me off it for a whole year, just knock that difficulty down to fucking easy. If you're playing on the PC version, turn that fucking XP gain up and choo-choo, off you go. Off to the races. Go enjoy your vision level. <laughs> Fuck the grind. Yeah. Don't do what I did and sit through it and go, am I enjoying this? Because trust me, they made quality of life in the menus that you, if you just click the difficulty option and don't be blind like me, you'll have a great time. <laughs> and the same I time, don't know how you made it to the end of the game without checking the options menu. I, it was the difficulty options. I didn't want to check them because I just thought it'd just be easy, Why normal, would you hard. Because I didn't want to change the difficulty down. I didn't realize that there was an XP thing there as well, or else I would have turned that fucker <laughs> up and I'd probably have a much better impression of Persona 4. But you know, we're just gonna, we're gonna live with it. It's all good. It's all fine. I wrote down a timestamp and now it's five minutes later, so we're just gonna move on and cry hunter what's up you finished ghost of tsushima i did how did you find it in the samurai end? jack yeah, how did you find uh, it in the end? i liked it i thought it was cool mm-hmm. there's aside from like breath of the wild which i feel like is just on a level that's almost unfair to compare to mm-hmm. and like horizon Ghost of Tsushima is one of the better open world games I've played in the past several years. The way it contextualizes things in its world is still incredible. I think that's the main strength. It's just it nails the vibe it's going for. So, mm-hmm. And it managed to motivate me to do more side things than these kind of games usually do. Mm-hmm. Like I finished the game and I still had like some camps to go. And... I was like, ah, sure, I've only got six of them to do. I might as well. Mm-hmm. So the gameplay itself is fun enough to partake in, to, mo- to motivate you to keep going, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the story wasn't really super special, but I think it was well done for what it is. Yeah. It's very Batman-esque in a lot of ways to me. <laughs> um, Great comparison. Becoming what you need, becoming what your people need, even though it might go against what you have believed in before. Mm-hmm. The hero we need, not the one we deserve. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. I find it interesting because you went out and you finished it, right? You went out after yeah. after our first impressions that we did on the channel. If you want to see mine and Kyle's first impressions, go watch that video um, because we talked about it for like an hour. But um, you went off and you carried on and you finished it. And me and Kyle did the exact same thing where we just stopped, where we just were like, eh, <laughs> I, I like this game. I'm not going to talk I'm, about I think, this no more. I think, I, I think, I'm, having a, I think I'm enjoying I it. I did my time. Yeah, I can't wait to play it. I've had a great time. Let's stop playing it. And then me and Cal just both. And we just, we weren't talking about it. We just both, we didn't go, oh, let's stop playing this fucking game. It was just, we both just dropped off, like, completely. And to me, at first, I was like, I need to finish P4. So I'm just going to stop playing and come back to it. And I still haven't gone back. And it's just one of those games where it was like, I en- I was enjoying it, but I don't know if it's just open world fatigue in general. Or mm, if it's... That could easily be it the lack of structure in the game to me where it's just like there's i'm not motivated to keep playing it i've been like when i was playing it and i've mentioned i don't remember if it was you kyle i mentioned it to was i was very much playing it in one hour chunks where i'd go i'd do a bit of exploring for an hour and then i'd just be like okay i'm done now and then i'd stop and i'd close up and i'd be done and i was like yeah and at first i was like oh this is just how i'm enjoying it and i was like am i and i was like (laughs) Because I wasn't doing any of the main missions at all. I was just exploring. And I feel like the I feel like that was the main problem that I've I had with Ghost was once I was only exploring, then that's when I noticed how things that I thought were super cool and I mentioned in the first impressions were super cool were actually just Oh, that's just another way of having a marker on a minimap without explicitly having a marker on a minimap. Yeah. And I still think the well, wind yeah. is cool. The wind, don't get me wrong, the wind is still the coolest fucking thing about that game. Is having the wind guide you is a great tool to use. Like it's great. It solves a lot of problems. But the things like the birds and the foxes and um just stuff I can't remember what's the f- I can't even remember the third type now. The smoke. the smoke, that's it, the smoke. Things that originally I was like, oh that's cool, it's environmental storytelling were same fucking fox tree has glowing leaves. The bird always leads to the same shit and the fucking smoke's the same where it's always like an enemy thing that you need to deal with. And it was just like, these are just not, these are just mini map points. And I start as, mm-hmm. and, and it, it started all of a sudden my brain just ticked and it just went from, this is a cool exploration and game to motherfuckers. Those are just more mini map points. And now this is a checklist of, <laughs> have, I, have I done that bird tick? I've done that smokestack, and I'm like, this is just open world again. I'm living in Assassin's Creed land where I'm going, I'm going to make yep. this. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm done with exploration. The next time I pick up that game, which I'm going to try and play this week, is I'm just going to go main story. I'm just going to go and main bolt the story and see which bits that's I like fair. and which bit I don't. Because I feel like I was playing it wrong. I went in and I started playing it like Breath of the Wild. And I very quickly realized, Breath of the Wild, this isn't. This is very much, (laughs) it wants you to think that it's Breath of the Wild, but it fucking isn't, because everything is still just a mini-map icon in disguise. And Mm -hmm. I still like it. I love the stuff that they they have done with it. I think the combat's fucking great, and Assassin's Creed really needs to take a lesson from Sucker Punch's combat, because they nailed 
fluid combat first, like straight away first try without it feeling clunky and button mashy. Um, yeah. But I don't know. It just something hasn't clicked. And I feel like I'm the only one that hasn't clicked with it because everyone's like, oh, this game's incredible. And Twitter's like always on fire about it. <laughs> and I'm just like, am I the only one that just thinks that this is, it's good, but it's an open world game. It's just an open world game. Like, I don't know. No, I'm kind of there with you. Mm. So I won't contend that those are mini-map things in disguise because that's what they are. Mm-hmm. I just think that the way that they went about accomplishing it is cooler than, you know, mm-hmm. neon beams into the sky. Yeah, I'm not that. yeah. I'm not saying that, but at the same time, so. Breath of the Wild didn't have, oh, here's a thing on the mini-map then you ding no, the thing no. on the minimap and then the beacon shows up. You only put the beacon there if you wanted to put the beacon there. It wasn't yeah. like a... I was speaking more to like open world games yeah. in general. Oh, in general, yeah, like any other Ubisoft game where it's like, oh, yeah. here's the thing, and here's again, the compass, here's the distance. Yeah, like, no. In one try, Sucker Punch did Ubisoft's like template better than they ever have. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I want to get back into it more. Like, I want to try again. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where it's like, if there's one thing from the PlayStation 4 generation I'm now sick of, it's fucking open world games. Like, honestly, I'm so done. Like, I'm, I'm ready to throw the fucking Assassin's Creed pile away again. Like, I'm ready to... <laughs> I'm not going nice. to. because uh, I'm not going to, but I'm ready to just throw it. Because if there's one thing I've played far too much of this generation... It's fucking open world games. And I just mm-hmm. feel like for the number of people that are working on open world games, the amount of fucking like progression and innovation in them is like nothing. Like, nothing. honestly, like Ghost is doing little things, right? It's doing things that I'm like, I appreciate the wind taking me there instead and not having a massive fucking map in one corner of the thing and a compass at the top and shiny things all over the game. I mean, I'm here, I'm here, and having me climb a massive fucking tower to see what's going on. Shit like that. Fog mm. of War, I still think is dumb. I think Fog of War is dumb in general. I don't understand yeah. why every open world game has a fascination of, not only are we going to make a fucking massive world, we're going to put a cloud of smoke over your minimap, so you have to go and explore every rock to un- <laughs> fully have your map open. I don't get it. but It's just one of those yeah. things where it's like, I appreciate, and like I, I definitely... That's the thing is when I've talked to it, I'm like, I'm not saying this is a bad game. It's not. It's great, but no, it's, it, awesome. it's an awesome game. But it's like, as someone that went into Ghost expecting, oh, this is a game that's doing open world different, like Breath of the Wild did open world different. It's not doing bre- open world different in that regard. It's just doing, it's just doing some of the things that, yeah, just doing a little better and doing things that many open world games have done before. It's just doing them a little differently, like hiding the way that you find them and having everything be a tiny bit more environmental. But at the end of the day, it's still check that box, check that box as X amount of fox shrines that are always got glowy leaf trees. And it's like, okay, I get the idea and I appreciate it. And I hope that I do, once I start actually playing the story again, get back into it. But it's just one of those games where it's like, I want to love you more than I do, but I really don't. And (laughs) And I think the lack of structure is genuinely what killed it. I, I would have loved to, as much as some people be like, no, I love the open world in this game. I would have loved to have seen what a more zoomed in, focused approach to this game would have been. That, mm-hmm. I, I feel like 
that's what would have really sold me is what would have what would we have done if we had kind of toned it in a bit because it's not the fact that the game's open world that makes it long but like spoiler alert fucking last of us part two is like 23 hours it took me 23 hours to beat that fucker and it's a straight line like (laughs) (laughs) but i just don't know i love the combat and i love the world and i kind of i love the aesthetics it's one of the best looking games on ps4 by like a mile for sure yeah but just the openness and just the kind of checkboxy filler to me just kind of just doesn't sit with me well it doesn't interest me but you know I can see why people love it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I get you. I get you. So, right, we're going to talk very quickly. I'm going to let you have a little talk, Hunter, because, like I say, I keep rambling all over the place today. So I'm going to let you give a quick... You've got... To, you obviously, you're playing Royal, but do you want to talk am. about Bug Fables really quick? I better do that before yeah. we go off on another persona. Oh, thing. trust me. I trust me. I'll, I'm going to put like a timer on it and we'll limit it to, limit it to like five minutes. But cool. go on. All right. Bug Fables. So, Bug Fables. I've always wanted to play the early Paper Mario games and I've never had the opportunity to. Bug Fables feels like everything that I've observed from those put into a new game. Go check mm. it out if you are disappointed with the direction that the paper mario series is going now because a lot of people seem to be <laughs> just a tiny bit. uh yeah tiny bit i won't upset. speak to that very much though because i haven't played any but i've played bug fables most of the way through i believe i'm on like i was on like chapter five before i got home and started playing persona so i think there's like six in the game if i read correctly mm-hmm. uh it's really cool like i the things that drew my fascination with the paper mario games like the button commands during battle and mm-hmm. blocking it just having something to do more than just saying oh hey attack is a way that i think really helps be more engaged with the combat mm. and i also also the characters are charming <laughs> like the main cast is lovely the three of them from the little i've they seen all... yeah they are pretty yeah they all like play off of each other really well. A lot of the other ancillary characters, ancillary. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> now I can nice. see the look of disgust on Ethan's face. <laughs> and it makes me so happy. <laughs> I'm not saying. But that. anyway, yeah, all of the ancillary characters are interesting. Um, the story is about what I would expect this kind of thing to be, but I'm not upset. Like. I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed the ride so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, I'll it's report back well, when I beat it? it. Yeah, it's pretty cheap as well. Yeah, it was like 20 bucks, I think. And around, on Nintendo like Switch. 18. Yeah. And on Nintendo Switch. I think it's available on the PS4 too, actually. But if you are like a massive Paper Mario fan of the original games and have been looking for something that's a bit more to the original and Thousand Year Door, then that's, def- like, mm-hmm. that's definitely the way to go about it for sure because origami king is not what you're after i know i've seen the twitter hall. probably not (laughs) i can see the torch i can see the the torches from over here as like everyone's (laughs) charging towards nintendo hq going not another shitty paper mario off we go like (laughs) bobby's cool though (laughs) yeah yeah sure yeah. Can't say anything. Spoilers. Spoilers. I also can't say anything. Spoilers. And Sam isn't here to talk about Origami King. Ah. So we have nothing to say on that game. Kyle, I'm going to ask uh, you about Tales. 
because All right. why not? Forty-eight eighteen. What is ta- what? What's it? Tales of? Um, it's Tales of Berseria. It was released back in twenty sixteen or or twenty seventeen. I want to say, mm-hmm. and basically the story follows the perspective of your main character Velvet Crow, Velvet Crow, voiced by voiced by Christina V. And it's basically, and it's basically just like a revenge tale, and it's really cool. I love the cast of characters. Voice cast is incredible because it's an anime. It's an anime game. It's got to have a great voice cast. Erica Lindbeck is in it. Has to have. A she great voice is exactly what you'd expect her to be. <laughs> ah, lovely. Man says has to have the... a great voice cast. We live in. We preach the gods. Preach the god. <laughs> Rex is the best. Hallelujah. <clears throat> anyway, Kyle. Rex is a good voice actor. <laughs> and anyone who says otherwise is an asshole. <laughs> no, he's not. Everyone yeah, he else is. is, but he fucking isn't. Rex was great. I don't know what you're talking about. As someone who is from the Midlands, which is that voice that he was trying to do, I, I strongly disagree. <laughs> that doesn't mean his voice actor was bad. Oh, it does. 100%. Nah. But you know. Anyways. Carry on. Uh, carry on. <laughs> um, voice actors I think I was talking about. Eric Lindbergh. Ray Chase yeah. is your Ray Chase is your villain. Yo, nice. And that's just freaking cool. Yeah, I love Ray Chase, man. He's great. Other than that, like, the game, it's your standard, like, Tails Combat, your t- Tails Combat loop. Mm-hmm. It's all very, very simple. I'm not too too far in i just got my i just got the full party together so nice i'm i'm looking forward to see seeing where the story goes because the story starts off fucking brutally Mm. it basically starts off interesting it basically starts off in a flashback at velvet's village Mm. and there's like this ceremony going on or like i don't even know what you'd call it but Mm -hmm. Um, basically her little brother ends up dying during it, and from Ray Chase, your villain, and it basically just becomes three years, then it's three years after that, and it's all about where Velvet's been, and exploring her cool new demon powers. Nice. She basically has, like, this claw arm that she can use to eat other demons and absorb their powers. It's really freaking cool. Oh, man, that's cool. (laughs) It's like Nero's uh, Devil Bringer. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so how far in are you? But like Akio. Um, probably like I don't know why I'm looking at my PS4 like it's turned on and I can look at this. <laughs> but I'm probably Give like me the knowledge. <laughs> I'm probably like fifteen or twenty hours in. Nice. Right. Something like that. And is it was it like standard JRPG length? Basically. Is it kind of is it linearish? Is it is it more along the lines of what kind of like JRPG is it? Is it more of a Xenoblade open world kind of, or is it like it's, seven remake? It's pretty. Where it's, it's pretty it's like linear. linear. Okay. The game doesn't really want you going off the rails too too much. Mm. I'm sure there's like optional side stuff that I can be doing, yeah, like, but it's like, not necess- um, it's not necessary. Like seven remake then, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Love and the whole cast is great. They all play off each other really well. Mostly because it's one of those groups that's kind of like begrudgingly all together. Oh, 
and I, I just I I always love that dynamic. Yeah, especially with Erica's character. Oh yeah, she's such a fucking goofball. Everything that so she's good. in, man, like genuinely. Yeah, Honestly. Yeah, that's the one thing that I've only played Abyss and a little bit of Hesperia, but they nail yeah. like likable casts pretty well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Outside of outside of Berseria, the only other Tales game I've played is um, Tales of Symphonia Two, which this is probably going to get my Tales fan card revoked, but I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed Symphonia oh, Two. Positive. Okay, I was like, oh, how could you get your card revoked for liking something that sounds awful dude but because the community hates that game from what i understand i mean mm. apparently we're dead to everyone dude i said that i i, I like, yeah this is I'm, true i said that i only liked persona 4 i'm dead to the persona community already wait till they see that i dislike three then i'll be in fucking <laughs> gulag <laughs> Before before anyone says anything, he hasn't played it yet. Yeah. Uh, oh, he doesn't know anything about three. I have been literally. I have genuinely. I have genuinely been holding back. Like I've been so tempted to just boot up the PS3 store and just buy three FES like so much recently. <laughs> but I'm having to hold myself back because I'm like I don't want to play another episode <laughs> game this year. Mm-hmm. What was your prediction? You'd get like a few hours in, and then you'd be like, oh, I don't want. <laughs> ah, do random this dungeon. <laughs> Oh, I've, I've already said, if I play Persona 3, when well, sorry, when I play Persona 3, it's going straight down to easy on the easiest difficulty, and it's never coming off, dude. I've already said that. I, <laughs> I played Persona That's 4. I, 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 I've, I validated my Persona card by playing Persona 4 on the base game difficulty. So it's like, when I play Persona 3, that shit's going straight down to easy. <laughs> Let me through. But nice. now. Uh, so Tales, would you recommend it so far, Kyle? I absolutely would. The game's also, it also runs really cheap now, too, so, it because it did not sell well. Oh, nice. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. It sounds like something that I might actually check out at some point. It's okay, the yeah. Tales series seems to be impervious to yeah. cancellation. It's just one of those magical, <laughs> it's just one of those magical series, right, that just doesn't. It's like Yakuza before Yakuza got big, like in the past four years. Before that, yeah. Yakuza did like shit numbers, but Sega was just like, we're throwing this at the wall until it sticks, man. <laughs> and, and then eventually it did stick. And now, Was it not big in Japan, at least? Eh, probably, but here in the West, they kept localizing it like all the time. And it had like, it had quicker localizations than fucking Persona does. Well, actually, let's be real here. Bring every, us the scramble. Every, everything. Every <laughs> everything gets localized quicker than it does at fucking atlas dude like genuinely mm. but still like yakuza was not that doing that well in america but then like the past like five years man is that thing blown up mm-hmm. like it's huge i mean now. yeah i mean the tail series like it did stick with the first game symphonia on ps2 and gamecube it's just the sequel <clears throat> there was were... less than desirable <laughs> there were other games before that Oh, there were. Yeah, I don't well, remember the names off the top the, of my the head. Professional knowledge. I think the first one was called like <laughs> Tales of Fantasia or something. Oh, that's I could be just, wrong. That sounds familiar. But <laughs> you can there say any thing. Yeah, yeah, I could say <laughs> we've talked about this. <laughs> Tales names mean nothing. Onto one of those people in general, though. If Hunter says something, I tend to believe him. Like that. Yeah, the, that's the thing. Like anyone else, I'm like, hang on. I'm going to Google it. If, te- if I just said, like, yeah, sure. 
I'm wrong. Even if I'm right, I'm, I'm wrong. Don't be right. I mean, Thanks. my tale's knowledge starts at Symphonia. Well, I, yeah. my... That's where the series started for me. We've just had. So, uh, you know, it's all good. <laughs> but no, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, we will end on real because I've got some shit to talk. Because <laughs> why not? I've got some shit to talk about, boys. Don't you worry. If you thought that I hadn't shit, up, like, talked about enough shit today, because this week I did the service so you don't have to of playing Marvel's Avengers, the beta. And oh boy, <laughs> is it fucking awful. Oh my god. I had gone Are you in... saying that it could be beta? <laughs> I hate you. I had gone in. I saw <laughs> I saw what was happening. I, I looked to the other podcasts and what did I see people going? Avengers is alright. So I don't all right. yeah. What a ringing endorsement. <laughs> Greg Miller was like, I like it. Blessing was like, this shit's gonna get old. And I was like, I'll play it. So I downloaded it on my PS4. I was eager with anticipation. And then it took me 25 minutes to fucking get in because the servers wouldn't work. And then once I got in, <laughs> the game crashed. But then after I rebooted the game, I cut seed froze. But then once I got oh in video game and i saw that the first input was a quick time event i knew that this game oh no. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like an adventure literally i went through 35 minutes of fucking hassle to get this game to work only to have four above a load of people and it say hold the triangle button to slam out <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> and at that point, I knew what was going to happen. So I played this game for two and a half hours, ladies and gentlemen. And I gave it my full attention. I played the entire fucking thing. I played as everyone. I played as Thor. He plays like a shit version of Kratos from God of War 2018. I played Captain America. He plays like a shit version of Kratos from God. <laughs> They're the same fucking character. They both throw their shields and do the heavy punches, dude. I played Hulk. He plays like a shit version of Kratos from <laughs> I'm joking. He, they all play the fucking same. Those three characters are indistinguishable. Hulk even has a throw ability. I thought, oh, Hulk's going to be a really close boss. <laughs> You press L2, he just picks up a mound of dirt and just throws it at people, and you can do it infinitely. So you can just That's fucking so yank the players Hulk, just fucking throw You'd it. think they would let you, like, grab the enemies and throw well, them at someone the triangle, else, at least. No, you, you can grab them with the triangle button and then slam them into other people, but no, if you just throw something, you just pick up a rock and throw it like Mjolnir, except it doesn't come back, you just throw old millions of rocks. Whereas the Captain America shield... <laughs> Captain America's shield just bounces off the people and comes straight back to you. And the difference between Captain America and Thor, ladies and gentlemen, is get this. When you throw Mjolnir, you have to press R2 again for it to come back. It's God of War, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. So they have the extra input, makes a new character. Big wow. And it was like, I play the tutorial and I've never seen a sequence that has had more quick time events and fucking cutscenes that don't work in my life. Like, honestly, I... <laughs> They were more quick time events in the first 20 minutes of Marvel's Avengers, which is the beta plays the first level. So I played the first level, right? At least, at, 
to start off with. There were more quick time events in that tutorial first level than the entirety of games that I've played in the past two years. Like genuinely, there were more quick time events in that than the entirety of Marvel Spider-Man in general. It was fucking awful. Um, Iron Man is clunky as hell to play. Like he just doesn't feel good from what I've played. The only two characters that actually play well are Black Widow of all characters. She plays quite fun, actually. She's quite fun to play. Pretty cool. And Kamala Khan or Miss Marvel, for those of you who don't know, who's a more new Avenger, whose role in this game is, basically, the story of this game is fucking dumb. Uh, essentially, <laughs> there's this game where the Avengers are celebrating being how amazing they are. And um, a bunch of villains basically come in and start destroying the San Francisco Bridge. So all the Avengers go over there, except for Captain America, who's in the helicarrier. Then turns out that was a bait so that they could explode the helicarrier that has a massive explosive on it. And Cap, quote unquote, dies because we all know he's dead for about 20 minutes. Um, you know, he's coming back. They, they made him, dude. He's like he's like Kratos, dude. They want to put all that effort into Kratos to not have a <laughs> Um But then... so. They explode. So this massive, basically terrorist attack happens. Captain's dead. Captain America's dead. And they. Ha- oh, this is the bit that honestly made me cry. This is how great you can tell the writers are, guys. Oh, massive, ex- massive explosion happens. Loads of people die. Right, loads of people dying. It's a, it's a terrible day. What do they decide to call it? Five years in the future, they all refer to it as a day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fucking A-Day. I literally cried. I genuinely was crying. Also, after I finished the tutorial, no joke, a cutscene just froze, and I didn't get a blue screen. Just the models were stuck. I couldn't pause to skip the cutscene. They just fucking stopped. The game was a hard soft lock. The music (laughs) kept playing. The music kept playing, and I had to close out and replay it. But after I did that, I played Kamala. You Then you do, like, a mission with Hulk and Kamala, and that's interesting. Hulk plays like shit. I don't know who who thought that it was a great idea, but he basically plays like he's half massive brawler, but then the other half is he's just doing parkour everywhere. He can wall jump and climb up shit. And it's like, it's so weird. But anyway, and then you play as Kamala Khan, who's actually interesting. She's like Mr. Fantastic, but an interesting character, if you can believe that. (laughs) (laughs) She's Mr. Fantastic with a personality and also she can like grow herself. So she's fucking huge and start beating the shit out of people. She's really entertaining and, and, the cutscene, the thing is, right, is this game's been in development hell by Square for so long. And I feel so bad because you can tell... Typical Square that, Enix game. Yeah, but if you had said which one's going to be the good game, Final Fantasy VII Remake or Marvel's Avengers, I probably would have put my money on Marvel's Avengers, not Remake. But, you know, hey-ho, it's opposite year for Square. Um, <laughs> but you can see that there's, like, this. they really try. Like, some of the cutscenes that they play like it's like oh i can tell that they're trying to have like genuine emotion here and the performances are really good for the most part you've got you've got like such a great voice cast behind it trey baker plays um hulk banner. you've got yeah banner yeah. who can i just say out of all the characters hulk is the one that looks the least mcu like like he looks like an a deep, like an actual portrayal of him so i'm like fair play and trey baker does a great job because it's trey baker laura bailey plays black widow and from the three lines that i heard of her in the demo she does a pretty decent job um Travis Willingham plays Thor, which is one of the best casting directions I've ever seen in my life, because that guy basically is Thor in real life, so fair play to him. Like, that's <laughs> cool. 
casting. Same with Nolan North and Iron Man. I, I thought that Nolan North's Iron Man, it was like, it was like, oh, that's cool at first. But then as I heard him, I'm just like, as much as I like Nolan, it just feels like you're just trying to be Robert Downey and it just doesn't work. It just feels like that B-movie Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm Iron Man kind of character where it's like, we couldn't pay to get Robert in, so we're just going to have this kind of like half assed version. And it, it just doesn't feel like it works. And oh my God, Captain America, I don't know who's playing Captain America, but they're doing an awful job at it. Like, honestly, it's really bad. So like from the couple of lines that I got, I just wasn't enjoying that performance at all. And Kamala Khan, I don't know who's voicing Kamala, but Kamala's really good. So the voice cast is great. The cutscenes are great. And then there was this one moment where there was this heart to heart between Banner and Kamala and they're sitting in the crashed air carrier and they're just having this talk. And it's a really emotional moment and you can tell that they're both super awkward and it's really nice. I'm like, oh, maybe there's some hope after all. Maybe this story actually has something to it. And then Kamala puts on this laptop, like turns on this laptop, it starts playing some heavy rock music and she's like, I don't want to listen to this. And then she puts on some other music and then it's fucking cheap frills by see it. And I'm like, right, you've lost me. And that's it. That's my, that's my experience. <laughs> they spent money on putting that song in this game. And I was like, well, there you go then. <laughs> All You're hope. Not making crawl animations. There's no crawl animations. I phased through a number of stuff. You should you see my Twitter. I literally like got a point where uh, Kamala had grabbed onto a handrail, but because there was a bit of uh, geometry in the way, she just sat there with a massive fist, just flying there for about three seconds and then landed on the ground. There's so many bugs <laughs> in this game. It's unreal. I've had, I, honestly, in my time, I had eight crashes, two soft blocks, and like an half a dozen to a dozen glitches of those similar proportions that I just was like, I can't believe this made it. And then the co-op missions, which weren't the story missions. The story missions were interesting at least. But the actual like co-op missions are so boring. It is just go to X position on the map, sand in a circle while waves of enemies come at you and you just kill them. Go to somewhere else, do the same thing, mission over. And that's like every mission in the game. And I'm like, how has Square wor- how has Crystal Dynamics worked on this game for six years and this is what's come out of it? Like, honestly, I'm like, it's it's trying to be a master of everything and just doing nothing, right? Like, <laughs> honestly. The, and I feel bad because it's like, there are these there are, the, there are performances that are really good. There are some really great performances. There are some, there's some really great set pieces moments. There's a fight with Taskmaster Master as Black Widow, which I'm like, hey, this is like the... <laughs> Ironically, this would have come out <laughs> after the Black Widow film, but now this is the first time we're seeing the <laughs> fight in this kind of way. Because that's just how the MCU died, but you know, and I was like, "Oh, this looks really. This seems cool, and it was kind of cool." And Black Widow is a really interesting character to play as. Like I say, the two characters, Kamala and Black Widow, the two that you think would be the least interesting to play as, are actually the most interesting. And the rest just feels like a shallow Destiny ripoff that, honestly, I feel like they should have not bothered with. I feel like this game should have been a single player like Marvel Spider Man thing. Or at the very least, a linear co-op game that you could play with your friends, where you could have hop in. Because even the single-player missions, if you don't want to, for the if you want to do the co-op missions and you don't want to do single-player, it'll bring an AI with you. So you just feel like it's one of those games where you're like, I feel like I'm playing a multiplayer game by myself because I have no friends. It doesn't feel like I'm choosing to play single-player. I hate those. There's yeah. a gear system like Destiny where, for some reason, you can give Hulk a new pair of shorts and he'll apparently be stronger you know it's just one of those things i hate those too (laughs) honestly just 
I honestly thought that I didn't care. One of my uh, my entire opinion of Avengers up until now has been I don't care about this game, and it's now gone from I don't care to I actually don't like this game. The the beta <laughs> has convinced me that this game isn't good. And mm-hmm. a comment I saw on Twitter summed it up great, which was like, this must be the most expensive game. This, this must have been the most time and effort and money put into a game for it to get a 72 on Metacritic. And that's the exact sentiment that I have. Is <laughs> so much into this oh, for it to just be such an average, mediocre game that it's just like, eh, I have no feelings on it. I feel like it could be fun with friends, but that's if the servers work. I don't know. It just... Honestly, I'm not. I wasn't planning on buying it. Now I can say for certain, I'm definitely not buying it. So don't expect a full <laughs> review on the podcast because it's not happening. You could not make me buy that game. It was fucking horrendous. So there you go. Yeah. I don't know. Is that enough? Do you guys have any questions on it? Or uh, not really. Avengers failed to capture my interest just because everything I saw about it just wasn't as far as like the gameplay and all that didn't seem like anything i cared about mm-hmm. well, the thing. so unless Go they on. had brought up like that there was going to be a story to die for which then i was gonna be like okay well throwing around shit like a day a day well yeah <laughs> that was i knew a lot of what you were explaining this about mm-hmm. the story just from like the promotional stuff but listening to you in particular explain it made it sound really really dumb and it is really dumb <laughs> I honestly, yeah. one of those things where someone says a day in a serious tone and i pause the game and start laughing and it's one of those re- moments where it's like <laughs> the game's not expecting me to laugh here but i had to pause it because i did like and I'm constantly getting error internet connections where you can play this game offline. But if you play it offline, just so you know, every 90 seconds, if you don't connect to the server, it'll say, you're not connected to the server. And you have to press X to get out of the menu and get back to playing it. And it's the most annoying shit ever. But no, I don't it's recommend it. the worst. Um, as far as I can tell, I said this. Going into E3 last year, I was like, when are we going to Square? I remember saying this to Kyle because we were doing our reactions on it. I was like... I can't wait to see this Avengers game. I don't care about what I don't care about Final Fantasy VII remake, but I can't wait to see Avengers. And I came out of that E three going about, <laughs> oh my god, Final Fantasy VII looks incredible. Yeah, so I don't yeah, shit yeah. about Avengers, and it turns out it's true. I still think that Final Fantasy VII remake, brilliant game. This, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. It just seems like an average, mediocre cash grab, which is a shame because Marvel and Insomniac did such a good job with Spider Man two years ago yeah and i'm sure they will again do a great job with miles and morales this year and it's just a shame that their second partnership with square just hasn't been as fruitful as that has been and it's just a shame really because you can see the stuff and you're like there's there's a good game in here somewhere but just like anthem i'm not gonna pay and sit around and like stay around to find that game when it eventually gets patched two years later to be good i'll wait <laughs> And if it hey, Did if in two years if they change, yeah, if they change it and it turns out to be a good game in two years' time, then great. Maybe I'll check it out. But at the moment, I just don't see it. So there you go. That is my impressions on event on the Avengers beta. And I'm glad that I talked about it a lot, because if I'm gonna use it as the thumbnail, <laughs> I'm glad that it was a long section. Because now I don't yeah. feel like clickbaiting people. But there you go. <laughs> So Hunter, also, rant- real quick, yeah. real quick, while you were ranting, I looked up the voice actors, and Captain America is played by a guy named Jeff Shine. Mm-hmm. Has he done anything interesting? I don't know. Um, Hunter, he was in Resident Evil 3 as Carlos... Oh, really? Oliveria? 
Yeah. I know who Carlos no, is. I don't remember here. how to say Carlos's last name, yeah. but he did fine as Carlos. I don't know what's up with him. And he just sounds like he just, he just sounds like a monotone, like kind of grunty, like just kind of we've got to get the job done. I'm Cap. I'm a badass. Well, that might just be a shield, like fucking Kratos's fucking that... ass, young look its back. You remember when he did that in fucking Infinity War? <laughs> what a fucking fun time! Right? Literally, more fun. He didn't like... have a shield in Infinity War. You oh, tried he though. He didn't. No, he didn't. Claws, dude. He had the he, claws. He, he had that weird. It was no, oh, no. It was thing. Civil War where he had the magnets on his uh, shield. That was what I was thinking of. Civil War where he had the magnets on his shield. Uh, but you know, same thing. It was more fun to play Captain yeah. America. It's more fun to play Captain America throwing the shield and retrieving it than it was actually beating them. It just it was more fun just going fling, 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 <laughs> frisbee, catch it, fuckers, catch it. <laughs> But no, there you go. I'm done talking about. Uh, <laughs> I'm done talking about Marvel's Avengers. Wrap it up. Take us home, Hunter. What have your been? Your initial questions been on Persona Five Royal. Keeping it initial. to five. <laughs> All right, we still have another segment. Yeah, one more. Ah. <laughs> Persona Five Royal. I put off this. I put off playing Persona Five Royal when it came out because I was like, ah, oh, I only played this last year. I'm gonna give it some time. Perfect, because by the time I started playing it, I had actively wanted to. And I really like what they've done so far. All of the quality of life things that you mentioned, Ethan, like the baton passing right away. And that is wonderful. Just that alone uh, fixes so many early game problems. Like that genuinely. Yeah. I used to hate this, the early game of P5 so much. Uh, the first two dungeons were so tedious because of the lack of baton pass on nearly everybody. And then it's like, oh, cool, here's you, Skate. But by the way, no baton pass, fucker. And I'm like, well, great. Like, Yeah, I never understood their methodology behind that, because you tend to want to take the person who has the personal interest in the palace with you. Because most of the time they have the the magic that is the weakness to most Yeah, the magic that helps. So having someone besides Joker be able to stagger things is nice. But... That was a handicap that was overcome in Royal, and all the other extra stuff as well. Like, the two new characters, like Kasumi and Maruki, are delightful. Every time I saw either of them, I was extraordinarily happy to see them <laughs> so far. It's the best integration I've ever seen in terms of a DLC of adding characters in post-game and actually having them not feel like, hey, I'm the DLC. Like, the amount of times that I've like played a game like that, whether it's like when like Assassin's Creed's done it before, where they've added a character in. When like Assassin's Creed Two, they added they added like two extra sequences in as DLC in between the sections, and in just that whole time, you can tell that they're just filling the game. Which is like, hi, I'm DLC man, nice to meet you. You don't know me, but <laughs> yeah. I die in this sequence. It's just like, oh god, like. But no, they, yeah, they do a really good but, job. Yeah, if I didn't know any better, I probably would have just assumed the better integrated than Haru all along. <laughs> you're not wrong i still have only done like three steps of her uh confidant oh yeah and i'm at like yeah i would be almost done with the game if this was but you know extra time so maybe i'll see what happens no this, no you won't cool <laughs> there's too much extra shit to do in oh, time man. you have third awakenings and then the rest of kasumi opens up so you, you well, most of your free time goes towards that. You get like a couple so. of days, so you, you you might get to like five or six, but you know. Ah, 
Harry boat has sailed once again. Better luck next time. Maybe in Scramble, Harry. I don't know because uh, Scramble's never coming to the West. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, It'll be here eventually, Ethan. Calm down. <laughs> no, it won't. Yes, so it will. All of the uh, music they added has been cool too. Takeover is great. The new opening song. Uh, Colors flying high. high. Delightful. Uh, the jazz club music. <sighs> mm. Mm, so, so good. good. Uh, I'm sure I that once feel, I get to the. Yeah, ideal in the real. The low key I'm sure that once game. I get to the other. <laughs> uh, the end game stuff i will have more to say on the music and how great it is final palace's but... music is s so good it's the best palace it music is. in the game by like oh man a landslide it's oh, man it's, it's it's pretty fucking great i like palace 4's music so much too <laughs> oh, palace 4 man when mother was there banger dude absolute banger. so great like oh th- thematically like songs that fit the the dungeons thematically is the new palace one is fits it perfectly and then it's yeah palace 4 is great i love palace 3 it doesn't fit thematically but palace 3 is just a bop right it's just really it's good so to good. Listen to. i was so i'm so i was so sad when it switched oh it's fuck it's the biggest tragedy of all time dude like honestly it's the biggest tragedy when it goes to the aggressive version it's like nah i want the fucking banger back bring it back yeah and then like heaven as well heaven's the other one where i'm always like heaven thematically in p4 fits that dungeon so so well that it's so good yeah but uh, the new music's pretty pretty swell not gonna lie (laughs) that's right also i've uh i didn't really intend on using the dlc personas but i happened to fuse some of them organically so that's been a nice little boon to me because half of them happened randomly because of the like additions to the velvet room and stuff. So I was like, Ooh, I guess I'll use it now. Mm, yeah. I remember using you's uh, persona quite a bit. Mm. Oh yeah. Actually I did take Izanagi once I got around that. Izanagi helped me through Okuma's fucking bullshit boss fight of despair. Dude. Like honestly, yep. <laughs> See, right around Okuma's is when I got Thanatos. Oh yeah, Thanatos. from like the ran- from like the random uh, network fusion. Oh, the network fusion. Oh, someone's using. I I I forgot that network fusion was a thing for like the longest. Dude, time. I make I make it a point to go and see what those things fuse into. Oh, that broken. Like every... Some of them are broken. Network fusion. Yeah, like I know. To get broken <laughs> shit personas, dude. I had, I I don't remember which one it was, but like. The first playthrough of my in the original game, I was like loaded on immunities basically with Joker. My whole party could be dead, <laughs> but I wouldn't be. He sent me an image of like one of his personas that he owned to send me an image of one of his personas, and it was all like fucking passive evade, evades. and it was just like, Yeah, it was <laughs> great. A persona now where I just can't take damage. I'm like, Oh, that's nice, Hunters. That, <laughs> See, that's the kind of persona you make in New Game Plus. That's yeah. not New Game. That's my one problem. Well, it was like it was several hours in. Yeah, it wasn't like something I made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My one problem with Persona Five Royal in terms of difficulty is the opposite of 
the other Persona games is Persona 5 Royal with all the additions that they made to the Velvet Room in particular and then just Baton Passes being fucking broken and all the stuff that they added in Kichi Joji, right? They're just Kichi Joji's just OP town. Come on in. What do you fucking want? Do you want your... I haven't want, even upgraded those more than just want, the initials. Want, yeah, do you, want crazy, do you want crazy technicals? The game's far too easy where it's like if you want an actual challenge, like you could get a challenge on base P5 or any other Persona game by playing normal, right? You can have a fair enough challenge. Yeah. In Persona 5 Royal, I genuinely have to recommend to people, if you want an actual challenge, crank that fucker up to hard from the get-go because there's literally that game, other than maybe... Like, if you're Jack, Jack has also started playing Persona 5 Rule. I've literally, I've just been hook, line, and sinker getting everyone on this fucking game. Dude. It's just Ed. Ed, if you're listening, you better fucking play it soon. Um, <laughs> really want everyone to play it. But, yeah, Jack was having a bit of tra- trouble with Kamashida, uh, which was so fucking funny, by the way. That was hilarious. Uh, watching him fail that was hilarious. I love watching people rage. But other than that, like that game's so easy that you just need to kind of jump up that difficulty. Because if you're playing on normal, that game just becomes fucking piss so easy. Like, if you want a difficulty, if you want difficulty challenge on Royal, you genuinely do have to crank it up to hard or go out of your way to limit yourself. <laughs> like, that's genuinely your two options because everything's broken. Like Sam's challenge run. Oh my god. No wonder. I, I, I know he'll might go back to it, but my god, did he like properly like. How far did he get? Palace 3, 2, I don't, yeah, 3. Basically, yeah. for, for everyone listening nice. to the podcast, he was doing a challenge where all of his teammates were, he was basically doing a Nuzlocke in Persona, where all of his teammates were on auto, so he couldn't control them, and he could only take one Persona from each palace, like a madman. But, no, it, that man's crazy, but no. Sorry, Hunter, I kind of took your train of thought away. Oh, it's okay. I think I said all I had as far as, like, Royal specifically mm-hmm. goes. Uh, Okumura's Palace. I, It was a little better, but I still hate it. I hate his boss fight. I hate <laughs> his face. That, that's, that's I hate my the house he built and everything he stands for. That's my exact, <laughs> that's my exact same feeling, is they did, like... They, they, they have you going, don't they, Hunter? They have you going because they're like, look, we fixed that abysmal flaw that everybody hates. We're trying. Okumura's palace isn't that bad now, right, guys? And then they, sh- they fucking throw that boss fight out where it's just a massive middle finger and it's just like... It's the only one that I had to retry. Same. <laughs> I had to retry that fucker as well. Sam got the perfect RNG. I watched him play through it and he genuinely had like the perfect RNG run and I was just sitting there going... Yeah. How is that even possible? Because that that boss is honestly the worst thing ever. Like I, he's just sitting around, like I don't get why it's so I hard. Okumura is my favorite palace. I don't get why it's so hard. No. Why does everyone hate even this? Even, a, even if Okumura was inoffensive, being the favorite palace is the wrong answer. Oh, trust yeah. me. If we, if, we, if we and when we do spoiler cast to Electro Boogaloo. Um, <laughs> We will. I will rip him to shreds about him liking Okumura's <laughs> palace. Don't you worry. But my God, what a that that boss fight! Whoever, it's like you got so close. You got so close to making that dungeon playable, and then you went and went. Oh, what if we make the fucking boss fight tedious and shit? Worse. Yeah. I don't get how they did it. The the Haru cognition was that there in the original no, that's game? an addition. Okay, I thought so, because they had me going for a minute with, like, I thought I beat him, and then he sent Haru at me while mechanized and stuff, and I was like, excuse me? I honestly thought... And then she and yeah. then she was pretty easy to kill, so yeah, I wasn't too upset. The, she but... does the self-destruct, 
but I was at the end of my work because I like second attempt and I was like because she was like set to self-destruct and I was sitting to myself and I was thinking I swear to god if they do a you need to kill her in two moves now or else she just insta kills you I'm going to jump. I go, and luckily it doesn't. But my God, I honestly yeah. thought that there was just one last middle finger just like creeping up from the fucking bottom. Just like, well, hey, one last trick <laughs> up my sleeve. That boss fight is just nasty. Like, honestly. It's the worst. The worst boss fight. Out of the two Persona games I've played, that's the worst fucking boss fight by a like, large margin. It's fucking bullshit. There's no good. And you can't battle. Whoever thought that it was a great idea to be like, oh, yeah, but fuck baton passes. Dude. Ah, you know, well, no, you can bat on yeah, pa- but baton pass. Properly, you just can't yeah. all out attack. Yeah, you can't all out attack. It doesn't work properly because you can get everyone down. It's like, oh, you can baton pass to fucking Ryuji, but he's not going to do shit right now. It's like, oh, this is great, dude. This is great. Let me just use his best physical move for half damage. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it garbage but yeah you've been enjoying your time so far hunter yeah i'm i have it's been delightful can't stop won't stop i will not i'm probably yeah you'll finish it probably have it done by next week yeah i imagine and then we just have to sit and wait for jack to finish it and then we'll have a full group to talk about it and kyle won't have to sit (laughs) there for another three hours going hey let's talk about a game i haven't played oh i'm I just assumed it was going to be like double the length. Oh yeah, fuck it, yeah, six hours, dude. We'll go for a marathon. Why Let's not? Let's go. Why not? Buckle, buckle up, kids, because you're ready for the ride of your fucking lives. Wow, what a <laughs> podcast that'll be! But it'll be a bit in the future, so don't worry. We'll have other stuff coming up. But other than that, I think we talked about everything that I plan to talk about. Have you guys got anything else? You thinking of anything no, else? That's it. Nah. We kind of t- turned a non-topic episode into a really long episode, so hey, there you go. We, we it was did like it. just as long as the Smash Bros. episode. Yeah, the wonders just... of rambling. Yeah, it's just, it's just, we just thought we'd do a chill episode, and hey, there you go, you just hung out yeah. with us. This is what it's like. When we just have a normal conversation, no structure, this is what it's like. So hey. Woo. And if you like this, maybe we'll just do more of these rambling kind of episodes and trying to think of a really important topic every week, because oh my god, are we already running out of ideas because we are not the best at it <laughs> we have a list and we don't even like to pick from it no because every true. time like, oh, we can save that till later or it was like we had we held on to the smash one for about three weeks because i was like i bet you we can get a guess for this and it's like okay we'll hold it off and hey for that one it worked but you know it did i think we'll leave it there so that's been our show hunter where can people find you youtube.com slash reaper hunter 23 Nice, and Kyle, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at KDavisSRL, and you can also find me on Twitch, at twitch.tv slash KDavisSRL. My new controller came in today, and nice. we're, we can finally get back to playing Crash. You lucky we're gonna get that sub. We're going to get that sub-120, even if it kills me, right and now, it's going to kill me. Right now, right now, run it back. Why not? Do it. You right now? Right after this? Why you want to race? <laughs> you want to race? I'll probably be streaming. That'll be terrible. The, uh, t- when the episode goes up. Probably. Uh, you right, can, go watch him. Yeah, go watch him. You can find <laughs> He's me. He's not right, right now. now. But in the future. <laughs> you can find about me. About six hours, six or seven hours from when the podcast gets posted. And Twitch at Chaotic Ether. Let me plug my shit. No, um, fuck you. That's going to that's gonna go really well on the fucking recording. Thank you for that one. Uh, but yeah, this You're welcome. Been- 
HGO, where we come to you to talk about everything that we love in the world of games. So you can find us everywhere on podcast services and on YouTube. Bit.ly slash the giggers. That's bit.ly slash the giggers. Please go head on over there. Hit us with a subscribe so that we can get ever closer to 100 subscribers and people respecting us. We'd really appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, if you want to find out what podcast services we are on, just go to Linktree. That's linktr.ee slash hotgamersonly. Uh, and we've got everything there where you can find our highlights channel. You can find every podcast service we're on, as well as the Twitter at hotgamersonly to keep up to date with everything hotgamersonly and all of our podcasts and clips. And then at the Gigas YT for everything else under the Gigas umbrella. But with that, that has been our show. We'll be back next week. No more breaks. We'll have to just find no a breaks. topic. No more breaks. No more. We must keep working because the games, they're around the corner, guys. you just got another month and a half until Crash comes out. Oh, God. Just a I month and a half. I can't wait for the Kingdoms of Bandalore remastered. Oh, yeah. Ah, we've got that. Hunter. I can't wait for Hunter to tell us all about that yeah. in like a couple of weeks. That'll be great. I can't wait for you to yes. carry that show, Hunter. But Oh, boy. We've still got to play a lot. <laughs> you fucking better dude you better but otherwise that has been our show thank you ever so much for listening and watching as uh, always we'll be back next week with more HGO but until then we'll see you next time bye see you later toodaloo